you know, it's not Karachi, it is not East Pakistan, this is not India, this is not Ireland, this is never records, this is never records, this is never records. And certainly me. In the crash, in the booth with never records. With 13 minutes. Across the ocean, from New York to Liverpool to Derry, we are the ones who believe that through joy we can forever live. Thank you, Never Records. I'm sorry I touched your microphone. <laughs> You are not listening to Never Records on Converge Radio 99.9 FM. Welcome to episode 94 of Never Records Radio. My name is Ted Riederer, and I'm an artist and musician who lives and works in New York City. From the Mississippi to the River Jordan and back to the Missouri, I've recorded musicians, poets, historians, high school students, anyone who wants to cut a vinyl record for free in my conceptual art project, Never Records. The Never Records archive continues to grow. To this date, there are over 500 recordings from more than nine cities around the world. Let me describe this next recording to you. This past week, my old friend Damon Locks asked me to cut records for a project he was working on. Damon and I met over 30 years ago at Art Center, a summer magnet program for art students in the Washington, D.C. area. He went on to become the singer of one of my favorite Chicago bands, Trench Mouth, and has since had a very successful art and music career. As an artist in residence at a high school in a neighborhood in the southwest side of Chicago, Damon had recently coached students to create a series of radio dramas that were based on science fiction visions of the future. As I'm working on a time capsule to send vinyl records into the future, the timing couldn't have been more perfect. I asked Damon himself to introduce the project. Hello. Uh, my name is Damon Locks. I am a visual artist and musician and sound maker and DJ. Um, I make music as a part of the group The Eternals. And my most recent project is the Black Monument Ensemble, who has a new album out uh, called Where Future Unfolds uh, on International Anthem. Um, I also work with the Prison and Neighborhood Arts Project, uh, teaching at Stateville Correctional Center. Um, and I'm also a artist in residence at the Sarah E. Good STEM Academy through a program run by the Museum of Contemporary Art Chicago. Um, I work with civics teacher Maria Scandariato and art teacher Andrew Breen to bring civically engaged contemporary art to the curriculum and make projects. It's a three-year program and we just finished year two. The culminating project this year was Future Radio Plays. These were plays written and conceived by the students addressing civic issues wrapped in science fiction themes. 
We began the project by listening to radio plays, primarily Orson Welles' War of the Worlds. We, as teachers, helped um, fortify the plays as best we could, providing avenues for research on the topics, the civic issues. Um, we had a workshop day with a theater professional to work on dynamics and storytelling. And um, we gave classroom feedback and worked one-on-one -on -one with the students to, to try to bring out the magic as best we could. Um, I recorded the lion's share of the plays and put in the sound effects uh, that they found online. Future Radio, where we share stories from different worlds, different dimensions, and different times. How can we make a better world after hearing the strange tales of fantastic imagination? The answer is up to you. Broadcasting from space at Sarah E. Good STEM Academy and the Museum of Contemporary Art Chicago. Now sit back and see what the future has in store. This is Prudent Angelia, live at Channel 8 News Station, here to give you the truth about Matt Woodwater. The government has been lying to you, and we're here to tell you all about it. It all happened four days ago. We were trying to get footage for our broadcasting class. Now, at Sam's party. Did we really have to come to Sam's party? Yes. I mean, there's a lot of other parties we can go to. That's what you said last time. And besides, we never go to anything. When you become a famous newscaster, you're going to have to go places you really don't want to go. No, that's what the newbies are for. Well, last time I checked, you are a newbie. I guess you're right. I'm always right. Come on. Stop walking so close. Sorry. Is the camera on? Yes. This is Julia reporting live at the biggest party of junior year. Well, look. If it isn't the Ghostbusters. Haha, <laughs> very funny. Not cool, Sam. Well, sorry, did you catch any monsters? As a matter of fact, I see one. Oh, wait, it's just you. Look, there's Crazy Joe. Well, if it isn't Matt Will's finest, Prudence and Jalea, or as I like to say, P&J, what can I help you with? We need something to make this day easier to tolerate. Well, I have this new drink. It's called a drink of jewel. Well, anything is better than Sam's protein shake. Well, here you go, two drinks of jewel. Enjoy. Do you feel weird? Yeah, let's uh, go to the lake. Jim, my triple noise the water orange. Nah, Holmes, it's orange. Sick. Now back home. It's the next morning. Hey, do you remember what color the water was? Yeah, orange. We should check it out. Do you know what time it is? Come on, this would make for a great story. And bring the camera. So, where do we start? Ah! What? The water, it's, it's orange. What do we do? Look, let's ask this runner. Excuse me, ma'am, do you know what color is the water? <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. Excuse me, ma'am, do you know what color is the water? What color is the water? I'm sorry, what did you say? What color is the water? Clear, we have the best water in New Mexico. What, can't you see this? No, she clearly don't. Is there something wrong? No, have a nice day. Crazy Joe would know what to do. Look at the birds. Yeah, I've never seen so many, and they're all just staring at us. It's locked. How are we going to get in? 
Oops, well, now that's broke. Come on in. We can't just walk in. Wait, come back. Shh, come on, look at all this stuff. Who sent you? Put the gun down, it's us, P and J. Not you too. You work for the mayor? They sent you to come kill me, didn't he? No, fool, we're here. What are you talking about? Put the gun down. Okay, okay. Is that the water gun you bought for me in sixth grade? Yeah, so? Anyway, the drink of jewel. We drank it and the water was orange. What? Oh, now you see. Yes, but how is that possible? The mayor has been trying to cover up cover it up for years because of the budget cuts. We have been drinking polluted water for 73 years. I've been keeping track of my grandfather before me. We need to tell our parents. No, don't you think they know by now? The government controls everyone. The drink must have worked as a type of detox. We need to go to the news station, but how? Sam, her dad works for Channel A News. We can get the keys. Okay, but watch out for the birds. They have cameras. Come on, we gotta go. Make some more jewel for the town. Now it's Sam's house, at the top of the hill. What? We need your dad's keys. What? Why? We know he's out of town. Come on. You'll be saving the town from water pollution. You're kidding, right? If it means making a fool of yourselves, be my guest. Thanks. Just watch. Now at the news station. Now drink the jewel for the truth. And those who believe, please help us fight for clean water. You are not listening to Never Records. That was a group of students from Sarah E. Good STEM Academy in Chicago with a future radio play coached by the artist Damon Locks as part of a residency program developed by the Museum of Contemporary Art Chicago. As I've said before, I'm not a duplication service. Cutting Records is part of a performative art project, and almost 10 years ago, when Never Records began, I pledged never to charge anyone for cutting records. Part of the reason is that I'm not a professional record cutter. Record cutters function at such a high level that even after cutting over a thousand records, I still consider myself a beginner. But the real reason I don't charge to cut is that I want the record lathe to act as a locus of creativity, freed from the corruption of money and any other constraints that may taint a spirit of free expression and creativity. When a creative project like Damon comes along that fits perfectly into Never Records' rubric to re-enchant the world, I'm inspired. I want the students who participated to feel like their work was worthy of being committed to vinyl that an artist in New York cared about what they had to say enough to volunteer his time and materials. I cut an hour and a half of feature radio plays onto four records, which Damon framed, along with the artwork that the students generated, to stand as a document of how students in 2019 dream of the future. Damon describes the outcome of the project. Several of the students nailed it. I was surprised at how well they were able to envision the scenarios to tell the stories. Many were looking to address affecting change in the world that we are living in today. So when it came to the science fiction themes, you can find a lot who just went to different dimensions, times, or alternate universes in order to make a better place here and here and now. 
Um, this reminds me of how science fiction is used in Octavia Butler's Kindred. It's all a reaction to this world. By tweaking the perspective using science fiction, the nonfiction is illuminated and brought to the forefront. just don't stop. Well, there's not much we can do but stay inside, I guess. No, Kyle. I want to be able to go outside without getting shot. Well, what do you suppose we do? Well, Kyle, I've got a few ideas. And what's that? I've created an interdimensional device that will teleport us the hell out of here. An inner what now? It's downstairs. Come check it out. What in oblivion is this thing? Like I said, an interdimensional device. With this, we'll be able to travel to a different dimension. Uh, what dimension would we even travel to? A dimension where there is no gun balance. Think about it, Kyle. No more shootings and we can go outside freely with no worry. It sounds awesome, but it also sounds like a load of baloney. You coming with me or not, knucklehead? Yeah, yeah. Will it hurt when we teleport or whatever? There's only one way to find out. Let's go. My god, Kyle, we've done it. He looks the same here. Is that that guy over there? Hey, mister, what's your name? My name's Starley. Can I help you, gentlemen? I have a few questions for you. You see, I'm not from this dimension. I ain't from this what now? Speak English, mister. I'm not from here. How is your world with gun violence? It's just fine here, mister. This baby keeps me safe. Jesus, put that thing down. Let me see your gun license. License? <laughs> There's no need for one, mister. It's legal. I know my rights. Wait, are there a set of rules for guns here? I guess. Don't shoot anyone that don't need shooting. That's what I believe. So there aren't any rules for guns. Well, not any official ones. <clears throat> Excuse me for a second, sir. My God, Kyle. That man is no man but a savage. He points his gun around like a fool. This is what we were trying to escape from, Derek? This can't be. Kyle, did you touch anything on the device before we left? No, Derek, I swear. What's going on? We may have transported to the wrong dimension. An alternate dimension, perhaps, where guns are the norm. We... We need to leave now. Let's go. What? What happened? It's not more. It's not working. We may need more uranium. More? More what? Uranium. Well, where do we get that? In sub lab, I suppose. Let's ask the buffoon, Sterling. <clears throat> Sterling, are there any scientists that you know of around here? Well, come to think of it, there is a lab a few miles from here. Well, how far are we talking? Just across town. I can take y'all if you'd like. That would be wonderful, Sterling. Thank you. It's getting dark, boys. You both have guns, don't you? Not at all. Why? Do we need them? Well, this is the nicest town at night. 
characters shooting at us. Relax, Kyle. It was in the distance. Just keep your head down. Derek, I want to go home. We will, Kyle, we will. Quit your crime, boys. We're almost there. This is it, boys. Go in there and ask for a limb. Thank you, Sterling. We owe you one. Don't mention it, partner. All right, now, where is this Liam character? Hi, is there a Professor Liam? Yes, of course. Right this way. I'm not expecting visitors right now, Karen. Sir, just hear me out. Me and my brother Kyle are not from this dimension. We need help getting back. <laughs> is this some sort of joke? Must I call security? I can prove it to you. You see, all I need is some uranium, and we're out of here. My god, you were not kidding. I can help you, but promise me you will not travel to other dimensions anymore. We promise. This was not the dimension I wanted to travel to anyway. How do you live here? Believe me, I'd rather switch dimensions as well. It's hell here. Well, can you get us back? Sure, sure. Let me take a look. What a beauty. This goes into here, and voila! You've done it. It's working. Now, to get you two out of here. Kyle, we're home. Finally. You know what, Derek? Instead of leaving, why don't we change this dimension? How would we do that, exactly? Protests. Let's fight for change. Try to make this place safer. That doesn't sound like a bad idea, Kyle. Uh, so, Kyle, how are we doing this? There's a gun violence protest not too far from here. We could go. Sounds great. Should we make, should we make some posters? Let's do it. How's that look, Derek? It's not great, but it'll, it'll do. Wow, there's a lot of people. It's a place where we all think alike. It's beautiful. I feel right at home. Keep the peace. You are not listening to Never Records Radio. That was a group of students from the Sarah E. Good STEM Academy in Chicago with a future radio play coached by the artist Damon Locks as part of a residency program developed by the Museum of Contemporary Art Chicago. I wanted to get a sense of what this high school was like, so I plugged its address into a search engine and discovered that the school was near Marquette Park in the southwest side of Chicago. Another search, this time at Marquette Park, brought up an almost endless list of shootings for in the past three weeks alone. I'm told by my studio mate Jeff, former resident of Chicago, that this isn't unheard of in summer, when the murder rates tend to spike. Listening to almost a dozen radio plays, I found it poignant that many of the plots were chained to the present. Even though the students' imaginations allowed them to dip into other dimensions or times, they often returned to the present day. I wonder if inner city kids, whose futures are at risk because of gun violence, socioeconomic stress. If they're preoccupied with the present because their futures are often so uncertain. Maybe it was part of the assignment, 
but I found these science fiction tales almost always cautionary and dystopic. It seems like most of the kids imagine a very bleak future. Then there's this last radio play by two young girls that I found deeply moving. Instead of the future, they invent a way to travel to the past to change the course of women's rights through social activism. So this is the end of our lesson. Does it, someone want to summarize what we learned about today? Nabea raised his hand with anxiety. So today we learned about how in the 1950s, a lot of women jobs were taken away to be given to men after work. That recaps our class. Have a good day. Hello, Mom. I'm home. How's your day? It was good. We learned about the 50s and how women's jobs were taken away. I'm glad you, you have learned about our history. When your great-grandma was young, her job was taken away to be given to men that came from war. There were stereotypes that women were supposed to be nurses, teachers, and men were supposed to be pilots, doctors, and engineers. So great-grandma didn't have a job? No, not at the moment. But then she, was, she got her job back when she was only able to be a nurse and wasn't paid as much as male nurses. That's not fair. Why didn't she quit? She couldn't. She had no money, so she had to stay at that job. How did all of this change? Women got together to fight for our rights. It wasn't easy because not, not a lot of women thought that we couldn't make a change for being women, but women didn't give up so easily. What if we got together sooner? What if there were women who encouraged others to get together and show them that we can make a change? Imagine we were able to create something to go back in time. That would help then accomplish those goals quicker and they would stop stereotypes. Navea thinks to herself, what if I was able to go back in time to encourage other women to be able to fight for their rights? Well, I'm gonna go to my room, Mom. I'll be back to eat. Don't take long, Navea. Navea goes up to her room still thinking about being able to go back into the past. I think I'm going to build a time machine. Navea goes down the stairs. Mom, can I go out? To where? I would like to go do some research. Yes, that's fine. Just don't stay out too late. Navea goes to her nearby library and looks at books about a time machine. At this point, Navea realized that she could build a time machine to go back in time. Navea goes back home with this book and starts to look for all the materials that she needs. After a few days pass with her coming with her coming home after school and working on the time machine, she finally gets it. Navea finally got it done. Time to try this out and see how it works. Navea puts on time of 1950 in a computer connected to a time machine to go back in that year. Navea disappears from her backyard. Navea appears in the house of her great-grandma. Hi, great-grandma. OMG, hi, who are you? I'm your great-granddaughter. I came from the future. Please don't be scared. Oh my God, well, how are you doing? I'm doing good, great-grandma. How are you? A little stressed. Why is that, Grandma? At the hospital that I'm working at, they took my job, and I no longer have a way to provide for my family. They can't do that. Why didn't you refuse? We aren't able to fight for our rights. That's not fair. I will help you find a job soon. Thank you so much, Novea. Can you run to the store to see if there's any more newspapers? 
Okay, Grandma, I won't take long. I'll be back. Nevaeh leaves to the store. As Nevaeh is running to a store, she accidentally bumps into a little girl who is trying to get away from someone, something in tears and devastated. Oh my God, I'm really sorry. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Thank you. I have to go. Nevaeh looks at the little girl and the little girl just puts her head down and tries to leave. No, you can't leave. What's wrong? I'm so overwhelmed. They took my mom's job away because men are back from war. And they don't want to make jobs for them so they could provide for their families. And my boss is paying me half of men's salaries because he, he said I'm just a girl. That's not fair. Why are you working? Don't you go to school? Yes, but the teachers say that women don't have the same possibility to go into college if they get married. Stay in school, learn about justice, and don't let anyone bring you down. Yes, ma'am. I will. There's so many injustices going on in this world. Fight for everything you love. Encourage other women to get together because when you work together, you'll accomplish more. But women think that we don't have a voice. That's right. Be the voice. Don't be afraid of what might happen. Just know if you keep fighting, someone will listen. For example, when Rosa Parks fought for her rights. What if they don't want to gather around? We would have to advertise a meeting for a while and see how many women gather. Okay. Would you help me gather women around? Yes, I will help you meet here in two days, same time and same place. Sounds like a plan. But what if no one shows up? Then you raise your own voice and fight for what you believe is right. Don't let others think you're soft. Go hard, speak what you want to say. Little girl starts to imagine a lot of women gather around discussing what they believe is right. Well, I have to go. Remember, study and get some type of background information that would help you argue against anyone. Thank you for everything. I really hope this works out. Grandma, I'm home. Why you take long, mija? I bumped into a girl who was devastated because she was living some injustices. And what happened? I encouraged her so she could fight for her and other women's rights. We'll be making up a meeting. Would you be attending, Grandma, to show that women have a voice? Whoa, Novia, that was a big encouragement you gave that little girl. Yes, Ma, I want her to fight for what she believes in. The big day of the meeting is here. Nevea gets to the place. She still told the little girl they would meet up, but she gets there. It's 50 and more women and young adults all gather around looking for the little girl. I finally found you. I know. Can you believe it? How many women and girls are here? I didn't expect so many people to come. But here we are, and now it's time to speak up and fight for our wants and our jobs. Yes, well... I have to go. Good luck with everything and keep fighting. I hope I get to see you soon. Nevaeh and the little girl hug. Nevaeh goes back into her original time. Mom, mom. What happened? I was able to go back in time and encourage a little girl named Mary to fight for her wants and for her own jobs. One day, Nevaeh gets sick and is taken into the hospital. She meets Dr. Marie. Dr. Marie. Is this Nevaeh? Yes, are you Marie, the little girl who I talked to when I was with my great-grandma? Yes, that's me. OMG, I'm glad I met you again. Look now, I'm really important doctor. It was a really hard process, but here I am. Not only men can be doctors, women can take a big role too. Do you deal with any issues in the workforce? 
it's better now, but work still has to be done. I do, I deal with discrimination because people don't think as a woman, I could be a doctor. listening to Never Records Radio. That was a duo from the Sarah E. Good STEM Academy in Chicago with a future radio play coached and inspired by artist Damon Locks part of a residency program developed by the Museum of Contemporary Art Chicago. I think Damon is part of a new trend that I'm witnessing in the arts that rewrites the myth that a successful artist toils away in solitary in his or her studio. As the world becomes increasingly disenchanted, it's up to artists like Damon to affect creative change in his community use the poetic spell of art to bind and re-enchant the world in new and creative ways. I was so inspired by Damon's work, along with civics teacher Maria Scandariato, art teacher Andrew Breen, and all of the ingenious students at the Sarah E. Good STEM Academy, that I'm including three of these recordings in my big commission for the Brooklyn Academy of Music. I'm adding their tracks to more than a dozen vinyl records that we are entombing in the walls of BAM's new art gallery for a hundred years or more. Dreams of the future sent into the future in the hopes of communicating what it was like to live in this present. Thank you for listening to Never Records. Special thanks goes out to my old friend Damon Locks principal Armando Rodriguez. A heartfelt thanks and a big hug to all the musicians and artists that make Never Records possible. For more information, pictures, and video from today's session, please visit neverrecords.net. This show would not be heard if it weren't for Scott Morfitt and Patrick Tillery and Converge Radio who put Never Records on the airwaves with support from the UW Eau Claire Foundation. You are not listening to Never Records.